What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Revived, episode number 23. I am your host, as always, Shane Craig, and joining me is the lovely Jesse Craig. Hello. We're trying a new microphone setup today. I know it looks like we're using these microphones because they're here, but this is just we can hear ourselves. This is the microphone I use, and she's got a, a snowball in front of her that's not quite as good as this Blue Yeti, but we're trying out a new microphone, so let me, I'd love to know from you guys if you think that the, the snowball sounds better than what she'd been using, which was just the headset. If you guys don't know, for those that are, that are new to this uh this podcast, this video podcast revived is where we share our love of tech, gaming, and nerd culture. We get a lot of nerd, nerd culture, nerd culture stuff today. Can't talk. We record every week. And we post on YouTube as well as all the major podcast services like Spotify, Google Podcast, iTunes, etc. If you're on YouTube, hit that like button. If you enjoy the video, if you're on iTunes, leave a review. It'd be much appreciated. And thank you for listening on iTunes. If you're doing so, it really helps us out when people hit that like button leave a comment, all that good stuff. So the last like 48 hours have actually been really pretty, really the last 72 hours have been really crazy because we've had like, you know, Cyberpunk 2077 has hit. We've had Disney's investor meeting, I think is what they call it, where basically, you know, they dump all their trailers, all their upcoming stuff, which is a lot this year in particular. And yeah, it was a we- ton of stuff. Absolute metric ton. I mean, it was crazy. And then we also had the video game awards, which were, and for me, were really good this year. A lot of good new stuff was announced, trailers and so forth. A lot of it was really, was really good. So where, where do you? I mean, we're we're going to kind of try to dig our way through all this stuff. Do you want to start off by talking about what Disney announced with Marvel, Star Wars, and so forth, or do you want to hit what's fresher on our mind and talk about? the video game awards what stands out to you among these two things let's uh let's actually talk about disney because there's so much there to unpack i mean it was just we're oversaturated with disney right now so and it's good it's a good thing yeah i mean a lot of it's a lot of it looks actually surprisingly good so i mean to me the biggest piece of news from this is that we finally got more information about this obi-wan kenobi uh, Disney Plus show that they're developing, which will have Ewan McGregor in it. Um, we find out that and I'm really curious to see how you feel about this because we've not really talked about it. Hayden Christensen is making his return as everyone's beloved uh, villain turned uh, good guy at the end, Darth Vader. I had to really fight yeah. the urge to call him Darth Vader because it makes me laugh, but I didn't call him Darth Vader. What do you, what, what well, do you think as someone who grew up and watched the prequel trilogies, uh, uh, the movies and the prequels, um, when they actually came out, as opposed to me that watched them years and years and years later. How do you feel about Hayden Christensen returning? Um, I had a huge, huge crush on him. (laughs) I loved him so much. And I'm excited to, to see what he can bring to the role now that he's, an adult male, like fully matured, fermented adult male after his experience, you know, kind of being this pop icon, pop icon, popular icon. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, I have a feeling that he's going to come and knock it out of the water. I know that um, there was so much controversy with the prequel trilogies trilogy because uh, they were, the movies were so... 
They were good. I think that they were good. As a kid growing up watching them, I feel like they were totally fine. I was there, um, you know, to live the hype, and it was good. As an adult, as I tr I've tried to watch it, now that I can appreciate really good acting, which everyone in those movies, I think, were good actors. I think mm -hmm, they were directed mm -hmm. really poorly, um, and that's not the actor's fault. So, you know, uh, first of all, Obi-Wan, I'm fucking pumped about that. Ewan McGregor, I love him. I had a huge crush on him, too, when I was younger. Um, he's one of my all-time favorite actors, and we know he can act. We know that Hayden Christensen can act. Let's see what they can do when they're being directed correctly, when they've got more freedom to bring their own personal flavors to the role, which we did not get to see. So I'm, I'm like, honestly so excited now with Disney Plus's approach to Star Wars. Um, the newest trilogy that came out was really good. Uh, I was excited to, you know, to see it revamped and everything, but it, mm -hmm. it kind of, the, the last movie just honestly ruined it. But with the TV shows, they've got all this potential to really knock it out of the park. And so far they've done a great job with the Mandalorian. The, I'm just stoked about this because these are two of my favorite characters truly coming to life. So who knows what's going to happen. Ugh, I'm excited so, about it. To give some context here, so Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is just what the show is going to be called, I guess, um, yeah. is set 10 years after the events of Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, which for me, okay. Episode Three was the best of the prequels. So it ends, correct me if I'm misremembering, but it ends with, Sorry. Um, with uh, you know, I've got the high ground. You cannot win, or whatever. And then he, and then he chops them up, and he falls into some lava. Yeah. And he's like crawling up, and then at the end, he's being put into the the Dark Vader suit, and the mask is going on, and he's like, and it goes on his face, and then and then that's how it ends, right? So so he yeah. is he is a decade into being Darth Vader. So we're not going to get to see his pretty face? Damn it. I mean, wow. his face was pretty <laughs> mangled at that point. So to me, yeah. what I'm excited to see about this is that you have to think, you know, by the time he was introduced as Darth Vader initially, he had been Darth Vader for quite some time, and he'd settled in, right? He had... He probably wasn't as, you know, the Sith are supposed to be full of rage and, and all these sorts of things. But I don't think he was quite as like, maybe the fire was a smolder instead of a, an inferno, which might be what we're going to be seeing in this. It's not, it's still, maybe it's a little fresher still on his mind. He's still finding mm -hmm. his way as a Sith. And and I would love to see, because Vader was very, barely in the movies. He's barely yeah. part of the movies at all. So to get to see more of that character could be very interesting and i'm hopeful you know maybe maybe hayden can actually be the one talking and they can digitally modulate his voice down that that might be interesting to to, to you know yeah. to, to a, a fuller role from him yeah because how is that i mean how how really is that gonna work he's just he's not gonna bring a lot of you know, his actual voice into it if he's going to sound like the original Vader, unless they plan to do, like, flashbacks, which I'm always okay with. Um, or they could even let him add his own inflection into the voice. I know everybody loves the whole, you know, the the Vader voice and stuff, but, like, how cool would it be if they did add a little flavor in there? If he sounded a little less robotic and a little more... 
you know, throw a little bit more of the man into the mix. Well, you know, yeah, and the reason I mention it um, is that in the original, you know, obviously the, the voice actor of Vader and, and the guy that played Vader were two different people, and you, you never really got to hear the voice actor. That wasn't his voice. He just was a guy that just walked around and, and did things, and, and, you know, but that wasn't even him yeah. talking. So why bring yeah. back Christian? Hayden Christensen's back, and he's just going to be a guy in a suit that could have been anybody. Yeah. So it's got to be I him think- in some way. Yeah, I think it'll be really cool, though, to see him act in the suit. It's going to suck for him, though, to be in that suit all the time, though. That can't be fun for any actor. <laughs> but yeah. I think uh, I think it'll be really interesting. And also, like, seriously, let's just really ruminate on the fact that Ewan McGregor is going to be in almost like, like in a full-time role. Mm-hmm. Like, have we ever seen him in a TV series? That no. thing just fell off my desk. Oh, well. The, the, the USB hub? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get that mounted better. Yeah, I mean, I, not not that I can think of. Push your mic back just another hair, because I'm I'm hearing myself echo just a little bit. Yeah, you don't need to be super better? close. Yeah, hopefully that that stops picking me up. It's it's pretty minor, so hopefully it's not not distracting. But um, yeah, I don't think I've seen Obi Wan Obi Wan Ewan McGregor in any kind of um, other TV show. He's been a, a pretty much a movie actor most of his career, mm-hmm. so it'll be very interesting to see someone of his caliber in in a show like this i'm i'm probably the, the most excited about this um as far as the star wars stuff goes because i'm like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm only like a surface level star wars guy yeah like, I'm i wish about the same i wish I, like we should have got my buddy jacob on here because he's like deep in star wars because they talked about a new show called andor and a new show called the bad batch which looks like a continuation of the clone wars in some way, which I haven't even seen the Clone Wars. I'm sure he's very excited about these things. I think that the next thing I'm really excited about is the Marvel What If series. That stuff, to me, looks like so much fun. And if you don't know, I mean, they've been doing the What If stuff uh, from the comics for a very, very long time. Um, and, and the idea is like, it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's like, well... What if Captain America was actually a girl and she's in the UK? What would that be like? And I mean, honestly, it's awesome. I'm gonna, I'm kind of, I'm gonna overlay some of the the trailer here as we're as we're as we're talking, but it looks really, really cool. You know, you, you've got all, you know, it's animated, which I like the art style a lot. It looks good. You've got, you know, hey, here's here's Star-Lord. But what if Star-Lord was, it looks like a kid from Africa. I don't know. It might even be um, one of the, yeah, the people. Was, might even be one yeah, of the people from the Black Panther or something like that, which I haven't seen those movies. But um, I missed some of the Marvel movies, and that was one of them. But just the idea of being able to kind of re-spin some of these characters and some of these stories in some interesting ways, I think is really, really interesting. And then it, I think it ends with like a zombie version of Captain America, which I was like, what even is happening in this trailer? Yeah. So, so if I can find that part here. That Whose was, idea was that? <laughs> I, I don't know, but I'm into it and I, I'm, I'm good with it. I don't know. I like the art style a lot. I think they, there's a lot of really interesting stories that they could tell um, through this lens. And I, I think, yeah, there we go. There's, there's zombie cap. I'm really excited about that one. Cause the comics, the stories told in the comics were really, really cool. So to me, like, yeah, let's just do that in a really cool art style. I'm, I'm super pumped about the kinds of stories they could tell there. Um, 
WandaVision looks very weird. It looks like a an action version of like the Truman show. Like they've been trapped in yeah. some in some dimension where they think they're in some it's clearly like a TV show. Like they're mm-hmm. they're on set and these are actors and then slowly finding out things are not as they seem and realizing that they've right. been trapped in this world and what's going on. Very trippy, very odd. Twilight Zone-esque. Yeah. And there's also, there there was this movie that came out, oh my God, Reese Witherspoon was in it. Hold on, let me Google it. I think it's called like Pleasantville or something like that. Yeah, Kind of reminds right. me of that. So if you don't know, WandaVision is, is Scarlet Witch and the Vision from the Marvel movies. And that's the, that they seem to be, they're a couple, I guess, and they were in some of the movies and they're trapped in this weird world. Oh, uh, by the way, it was, uh, it was Reese Witherspoon and Tobey Maguire, which is kind of topical considering all the Spider-Man stuff. Man, the Spider-Verse stuff is churning up. I don't want to get too derailed on that, but so far the most recent news about Spider-Verse stuff is that Tobey Maguire is in talks, Kirsten Dunst is in, or no, Tobey Maguire is in talks, Kirsten Dunst has signed on, Andrew Garfield has signed on, Emma Stone is in talks, Molina that played, um, Doc Ock is signed, uh, Jamie Foxx, who played uh, uh, Electro, is signed, and the dude that played Daredevil in the Marvel Dare the Netflix, he's yeah. in there too. What the fuck is happening? Which is like, what is what is he gonna do? Do they he can just bring Daredevil in? Why not? Just yeah. he's Daredevil. Yeah. I'm yeah. fucking pumped as shit about that. Like the Spider Verse stuff makes me so excited. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited, and and this is also something I should have mentioned too when we were talking about um, the Obi Wan series. But I'm so excited right now to see how many people are willing to reprise their old ro- roles or um, you know jumping for cameos and stuff. Like, how cool is that? Like, they don't have to do that. Like, Toby could have been like. No, like that last Spider-Man movie was an embarrassment. I don't want to go back to it. You Maybe know? he loved or... it. Maybe it's part of his contract that, like, I must have at least three hip thrusts <laughs> in this movie, and I, I'm, I'm in. That's probably what they're negotiating. Like, uh, the directors so, are like, I'll, look, I'll give you two. And he's like, I, look, I'm holding out for three hip thrusts and, and at I least gotta two, do that. two finger finger points and some snaps. I, You know, look, it's just, it's <laughs> got to happen. Yeah, he's probably, probably um, holding out for that. Right, and then just just one other thing too. I forgot to mention about the other thing and and, and the uh, Obi Wan thing, but uh, Hayden Christensen got a lot of heat mm-hmm. for for his role, and it's just really cool of these actors to step back in and be like, you know what? No, like it's it's a beloved for me. Like it's a beloved just memory, you know. Yeah. Like it's nostalgia, well, and that's very in right now. So I think let's be, let's do it. I think beyond even the nostalgia, I think what they're thinking is, look, I don't want to like. What's the the I, my mind is blanking? Star Wars director, producer, writer, the guy. Uh, George Lucas. Thank you, George Lucas. Good lord. Look, George Lucas had some big movies. Yeah, even outside of Star Wars, he was he he clearly knows what he's doing for the most part. But all I'll say is, the prequels had some really good actors: Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen is a good actor. I actually think his performance yeah, was was probably among the strongest. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Kira Kira Knightley was in there, right? She was the no, she uh... was the but she didn't didn't she play what's her face is like body double. Did she? 
Pretty sure. What? Who's what's your face? Who am I talking about? The princess who played the younger the younger princess. Portman? Natalie Portman. Pretty sure Keira Knightley played. I maybe I'm pretty sure she played like the girl maybe. that was like her body double because they looked so if similar did, when they were kids. If she did, that's really interesting. So and like, I'd, all yeah. those people are really good actors and actresses. Yeah. And it blew my mind when I was watching this because I didn't watch those movies until episode seven was about to come out. And I said, well, I'm going to watch all these movies and then watch seven when it comes out. And I'll have done it all in one thing because I'd never seen any of them. And my first thought is I was like, wow, that's a lot of really good actors and actresses acting really poorly. And I couldn't wrap my head around why everybody was so stiff and their dialogue was so stiffly and robotically delivered. I hate sand. Like, what, what, it, what, it just was weird to me. And now I look back and I'm like, well, clearly, I mean, it wasn't the actors. It was the direction. It was what direction they were being like, given. Liam Neeson, you He's know, great. like... He's a phenomenal actor. All and of them are. You, you had made a comment to me when we were doing, when we were watching all of them right before Seven came out. You had said, you know, this is so weird compared to the original trilogy because it was so loose and fun mm -hmm. and almost like a, like a just, you know, everybody's so quick-witted. Yeah. In the original trilogy. And then you've got this prequel tr trilogy where everybody's just exactly like you said, robotic and, and just flavorless. I think that these movies and these TV shows, I think that these, these people have seen what Disney's done with Marvel. They've seen what Disney's done with like the Mandalorian and with Rogue One. And they've said, hmm, this is a chance for us to come back and redeem ourselves, redeem our characters. Hayden Christensen yeah. is probably champing at the bit thinking... Yes, let me back in. I'm going to redeem yeah. myself. Uh, people are, people yeah. are, because you can already feel it's strange to me, but you can feel ch a more charitable interpretation of the prequels as time goes on. People yeah. don't hate them like they, are... they're warming up to them. Yeah. And, and I think that some of these actors are thinking, okay, they're warming up to me a bit. I'm going to come back and I'm going to, I'm going to really knock this out of the park with the bet with, I don't want to see a better director, but maybe that's what I mean to say with, with new direction, new production, you know, and all these things. And, and now a lot of experience below the belt now. <laughs> and Yeah. Below the belt. A lot of experience below the belt. You're, you're, I think Under you're there belts. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's awesome. Oh. When, you think, when you think about it, experience under their belt. What does that mean? Along this region? Is this where your, is this where your experience is stored around the waste area? I don't Why know what did that I means. say that? <laughs> I don't know what that. I don't even know what the right version of that sentence means. Now that I'm thinking about it, that yeah, doesn't make any sense. They have more experience, you see. They have more experience. <laughs> So, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I get it. I get why they want to come back, and I'm, I'm excited to see it. I think that the Disney stuff, it, you know, it largely looks really yeah. good. Oh, Ahsoka getting her own TV yeah. show with Rosario I'm, Dawson. I'm pumped about that because I've been a longtime fan of Rosario Dawson. The first movie I ever saw her in was in the live-action version of Josie and the Pussycats. And it was incredible, and she was incredible, and I love her. And, you know, she really... Like, oh, man, if you're going to dress up like a, some weird alien species, you're probably going to look a little dumb. She looks really natural in her costume that, yeah. you know, spoiler alert, we saw her in The Mandalorian. 
yeah, which I think a, you she, can see in the trailer. Uh, so two, two, two episodes ago, hopefully everybody's caught up there. But yeah. um, you know, that's awesome. I'm 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 super excited. Let's um let's switch gears and talk about the game awards. I don't really care so much about the awards given out because I I kind of think that mm-hmm. awards are awards are a little like they're stupid kind it, of. Well, it's subjective. Like I I'm, I'm all for honoring like um saying hey you know like the Last of Us Part Two won Game of the Year. I'm all for saying the Last of Us Part Two was a a game that a lot of people thought was amazing. Great, awesome. Or, or even to say it like if I reviewed it, if I were to say in my review that I really liked it, cool, great. Yeah. But like saying that like this was the best game of the year. Well, like what does that mean compared to what? Like how do you compare? Who who decided? (laughs) How do you compare? You know, like you know, let's say you've got a sports game and you've got an RPG, and it's like how do you even compare? Like it's like it's like saying it's like saying like you know this laptop is better than my car. Like at what? Like what do you mean by that? How that doesn't make any sense. Like well they're both things you can touch. Like that's what they have in common. Like well they're both games you can play. Okay, but like you know this is a puzzle game and and this is Madden. Like and, and they're not similar at all. But you know yeah. so whatever. I'm gonna throw the awards out and I'm just gonna look at the game trailers because the game trailers right. they were like a handful that I really was excited about and they were like two that I was like stupidly excited about and one in particular that I'm like still fucking pumped about. I'm gonna save it for last maybe. So the first one that, that cracked me up. There's this game called Ark, and I know some people that really love Ark, and I tried to play it on the PS4. I bought it for sixty fucking dollars and I loaded that shit up. And I thought that someone had snuck up behind me. They put Vaseline in their hands, snuck up behind me, and like did this thing and went and just smeared Vaseline all over my glasses. Because I was like, why, why does it? I literally messaged my friend and I was like, does yours look like shit? I think my PlayStation's broken. Like I literally thought something was wrong with my system. And he's like, no, it just looks mm-hmm. like that. It ran at sub HD. The game is so poorly made, so poorly optimized. But there's a hook there that people really enjoy. You were in a world poop. with with <laughs> there's poop in this game. You're in a, it's it's like a rust or you know you're in this world. It's a big big huge world that's a shared world with all these other people playing online. And there are dinosaurs you can tame, and you're cutting down trees, and you're building a house, and you're you know building like your clan, and you're riding the dinosaur out to fight other people. And people love it. People love art. I don't get it. You know, I, it doesn't do anything for me apart from that it looks like an N64 game somehow. Um, and people love that game. And I was rather, I mean, I guess shocked. Prepared a little. I keep playing this video on accident. I guess shocked is is the right word here, because not only is it getting a sequel, it's getting a sequel that is starring Vin Diesel. Yeah, which is really, really funny to me. And I just, I just have to mention the poop thing gets me. So basically, like. That was one thing that I thought was absolutely hilarious about Ark was that uh, you could your character could poop. Do you remember they will, that? They, they, they will poop periodically. They will poop, and that was just like hilarious to me. And I've seen online like people who uh, would manipulate the game to set the the frequency to be like constant. So I'm just imagining they're, like they're just firing out shit. Yeah, just just, so just constantly. 
Right. And then you throw Vin Diesel into the mix. And to me, I just, I started laughing immediately. And I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to poop frequently as well. Like, that'll can, be fun. You can Do you really get to play as help. him? I don't know. We don't really have details about this. Here's yeah. one interesting thing. There, uh, someone that's someone that's with Microsoft tweeted that it was a an Xbox Series X slash S exclusive. It is unclear to me what that means because a lot of the time they say something's an Xbox exclusive, but PC counts as Xbox at this point to Microsoft. And I can't think yeah. of the last time there was a game that was an Xbox exclusive that wasn't also on PC. Like that doesn't, that's not really a thing anymore. So mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure about that. You know, is this going to be a Xbox and PC game? But no PS5 is quite surprising to me. Um, you know, some of my friends, you know, one of my, one of my buddies, um, who played it a lot on the PlayStation four, he saw the news and he said, well, I guess I'm getting uh, an Xbox cause he, that's how much he loved dark he would buy the, it's a system seller for him. So, I mean, you know, more power to you. I, I love, so, I, go ahead. Do we know, is it going to come to game pass? Do you think we'll see that in the future? It's, it's possible. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a first-party Microsoft studio, so there's no reason to indicate like that it will, but it it, it very mm -hmm. well could. Um, but it is at least a an exclusive to Microsoft, apparently. And people are pumped about Ark, so I mean, you know, more power That's to so you. So funny. It is an odd one to me, but you know, like I said, uh, to yeah, each their um, to each their own. Before we jump off the topic, I do also want to say that I was very. Um, I don't know, I was a little bothered by uh, how much Horizon Zero Dawn vibes I got from it because there was like this weird tech thingy in the cave. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I haven't played the game, so maybe I need to shut up or read into ARC before I It has a talk. similar a similar kind of thematic thing where you're it's it's old, but there's technology. So Yeah, and also dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we immediately tweeted um, you know, the obvious question there is, can you make Vin Diesel poop? Which so. is, which is a sentence. I, 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 I wonder if it had ever been <laughs> spoken in the history of the world before that. Has anybody so. ever said, can you make Vin Diesel poop? Can I make Vin Diesel poop? So here's another, a little bit um, earlier on, I'm kind of looking at some of these trailers as well as we're going through this. There's a game call, um, called Tichia, T-C-H-I-A, and it looked quite interesting to me as well it had kind of a wind wakery vibe to it um really Definitely. pretty art style running around jumping doing all kinds of crazy stuff and then the trailer took a weird turn at the end where the person shoots a coconut out of a tree and then they go into the coconut and then they are a coconut and then they're a pigeon that's the coconut and then i think they were a shark and i'm like i want to be a coconut and then they were a crab the very end yeah at the very end she yeah. looks at this crab and she holds out her hand darth vader style one eye goes green and she goes whoosh into the crab and then they show the crab up close and it's got a little little uh flower. i think it's a little flower and it's not mm -hmm. a tear just kind of on it i guess so it how looks, adorable it's adorable and i'm kind of i'm kind of curious about that one i kind of want to see what's yeah, going there on was, there um there was a lot of climbing which was very Breath of the Wild-like. Mm -hmm. And then there was a raft, which immediately made me think it was about raft, but I haven't played that game either. So I was just like, oh, is this raft? And then it started doing all the other stuff. But um, it does have uh, a lot of Wind Waker vibes. You're right. And 
you can't go wrong with that. That was a great game. I would love to see more inspiration off of that. I love the so. art style as well. I, I dig, mm -hmm. really dig the art style. Um, another Looks game, fun. Yeah, definitely. Another game from Amplitude uh, called um, Endless Dungeon, which also very much piques my interest for a couple of different reasons. This yeah, is the that one, one reminded me of Hell Divers. I could see the Hell Divers thing from the kind of top-down view. It's kind of art style that reminds me of like Transistor or Bastion. Um, but let me get to some of the gameplay here. And you're you're kind of top-down walking around shooting stuff, and it's co-op. It is a roguelite in the sense that the dungeon randomizes each time you go in. You're trying to get further each time. That's one there that that ticks a lot of boxes for me. Co-op, roguelite. Uh, I love the bullet hell kind of stuff, and it's not quite a bullet hell game, but the idea of, you know, you and your buddies are, are, are you know, there's a horde of things coming at you, and you guys are just, you know, full auto and blasting away and playing strategically. That looks pretty cool to me as well. Can't wait to see some more detail on it. I think Sega's involved in that game as uh, on top of an Amplitude. It's got a pretty good track record as well. And then that brings us to the two games that I am the most the most excited about and i guess we'll go the first one is one that i'm actually we had heard rumors before that this was coming but i didn't i don't know i didn't really take them seriously so there's a game called perfect dark when i was a kid for the n64 and the team that made GoldenEye, which everybody's like, ooh, GoldenEye was like the first great shooter, you know, split screen uh, death matches and so forth. And, and it was a great shooter, but Perfect Dark was better and it was made by the same people. Perfect Dark is what happens when the guys made GoldenEye said, okay, we made GoldenEye. Now we're going to make a game that is what we want to make with a story that's just insane. It's batshit crazy. And we're going to do whatever we want to do with it. You know, like we're going to have aliens, an alien, a gray alien named Elvis and guns that turn into suitcases and it's just crazy and it was so good i cannot tell you how many hundreds of hours i spent playing you know split screen perfect dark with my friend andrew as kids and when you know they start showing this this trailer which to be honest shared no i mean look there, there was an xbox 360 i think game that was trying to try to bring back perfect dark and it just it, it flopped it was not good so i gotta you know temper my expectations here but yeah, they played this this super cinematic trailer, and when it, it, it came up to the person at the end, you started wondering what this was, and when it, it showed the perfect dark logo, I was like, man, oh man, this is it gave me it gave me a lot of that nostalgic feeling of like this is a franchise that was beloved to me as a kid mm -hmm. that, you know, just didn't 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 get to go on, didn't get to live up to what you know, what it started off as. It should have been this ongoing franchise of incredible games but it just didn't happen it was made by rare and uh you know, okay that's the part there where it zooms up on her she's got the silence pistol the red hair and i was immediately like what is happening pulls out perfect dark logo like you know it said agent dark and you're like hold on agent dark yeah i was like yeah. what is happening so perfect dark you know that that game you you could start a match and 
put in your AI characters and you could literally build them. Like I'm going to, he's going to be aggressive. He's going to be smart. He's going to be a turtle. Who's just going to like try and hide from you and, and, and sponge damage and uses a shield. And you could build this thing and put 10 AI characters in or something like that. And then you and your buddy would team up against them. And, and it, it was a blast. This is pre online shooter. You know, this is, you had to be sitting on the couch with each other. So many good memories. So I'm really hopeful to perfect dark in this reboot. Man, oh man, do it right, please. And the, the campaign was really fun. It was a fun, it was a fun campaign. It did a lot of stuff that, that was way ahead of its time. So super excited about that one. But the one I'm most excited about, the one that I'm, I'm really, really excited about, which I'm going to show some gameplay over top of this here momentarily, Turtle Rock Studios, the guys and gals that made Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2. We've heard rumors. They made Evolve too, I think, and that game kind of flopped. We've heard rumors that something was happening. We know Valve doesn't make third third games of anything, right? They don't make threes. They don't. So, no, they don't make threes. It's never happened. There's no Half Life three. Like they don't. Oh, that, it, they don't do it. Por- Portal. They're two, avoiding a curse. Left yeah. 4 Dead two, Half Life two. They don't go yeah. any further. So it was a lot of concern of like, well, man, are we, are we ever gonna get uh, a Left 4 Dead three? Because Left 4 Dead was so good co-op shooter zombies hordes of zombies coming at you special infected cool guns cool visuals good sense of humor didn't seem like it was ever going to happen and now we know turtle rock studios is back for blood (laughs) that's the name of the game back for blood obviously referencing that this is a left for dead i mean it's not a left for dead game but it's a left for dead game like when they showed this gameplay they pan around in the safe room. The freaking door that you have to walk out is the exact same door from Left 4 Dead. I Like, I am so here for this. I am so ready. I am so excited. The visuals look good. You can actually aim down sight now. It's Left 4 Dead it's in great. 2020. It's Left 4 Dead yeah. in 2020, and I could not mm-hmm. be more excited about this. How do you feel about, about uh, you, know, we, you know, we love, we've been playing Vermintide. We love co-op you know, games like this, and I am, you know, how do you feel about Left 4 Dead, Back 4 Blood, I mean, I'm super excited because uh, we kind of went on a little, there's just like maybe a week or so we were playing a little bit of Left 4 Dead, uh, and then we played uh, World War Z, World which War was, Z. you know, very fun, um, but a little more serious, I think, than the Left 4 Dead series, yeah. and I like anything that I can jump in and play that isn't like competitive because I'm not going to play competitive shooter games. So it's not my flavor. It's not my jam. I don't like it. But like, I'm super excited to jump in with like Daniel and Jacob and, you know, really see what kind of hijinks we can get into. (laughs) I know we had a ton of fun playing Left 4 Dead. And I also like, it probably will be a while, but. I'm excited to see if there's going to be mod support and what kind of weird things people are going to add in there. Cause we had some definitely. fun with the mods. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. So. The, mo- the mods are a big part of what makes left for dead a lot of fun too. And who knows? I mean, you think they would support that as well. Yeah. Um, and the ADS is going to be freaking fantastic because that's finally. what confused the hell out of me when we would go back and play it is I would just like, you have muscle memory, you know, from playing other games. And that was just something that was just really annoying. So yeah. let's see. Let's see what they got. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be on on every basically every platform, even even I mean, right now they've actually got it announced for PS4, Xbox One, Microsoft. I mean, it's even going to be on, on last gen stuff. So I'm 
I'm super excited. Let me see if I can find, is there, do we know anything about, um, yeah, closed alpha is starting on uh, literally in days, which I, I'm going to sign up for as we yeah. speak. Um, select my internet speed, uh, fast, Steam, <laughs> let's go. Cool, I'm registered. So I just registered for the for the thing right now. Backforblood.com up there at the top. Um, I'm I'm pumped. I can't wait for I can't wait to play something like this again. I, I'm so excited. Yeah. Game the game's coming out in June, so we're we're like seven months away, which is not, yeah, that, not far. that far off. Super super excited. What what is your, you know, uh, of of the the game awards games? What is what what one do you feel like stood out to you the most? Um, probably the, you know, Back for Blood was really good. Um, that one got me pretty excited, but the Tachia, I think, was the only other one that really, really piqued my interest, uh, mostly just because people don't tend to make games that I'm into. Um, I was really holding out to get some kind of update. Every single time there's any game, game-related conference, I'm always waiting for some Dying Light 2 news, yeah. and it's just not happening. It's never gonna happen. But uh, that's okay. I'm I'm still holding out. I'm I'm still waiting for something to drop that's really, you know, that I'm really into. So yeah. I don't know. That that's probably it. I was I think like I was really excited to see how many awards that uh, Among Us won because I think that that's such a fun game. I haven't played it, but I like watching people play it. I probably won't play it, but like I'm I'm happy for them that they broke out of nothingness and were like, hey, here's this awesome game, and they won two awards. And then also I was pretty excited to see Phasmophobia won an award. They did win an award, right? They won at yes. least one. Uh, yeah, I forget what it was, but they did win an award, which kind of surprised yeah. me. And I was really excited about that. That's another one that, you know, I really love that game because it's different. Yeah. What I want to see is I want to see games that are different, you know? Um, Ghost of Tsushima, they won a ton, and I thought that was pretty cool too because I love Sucker Punch. Um, so yeah, yeah. Anytime, anytime someone can create a game that's different or has a unique story, you know, I'm I'm all for it. So yeah. Overall, I thought the, I thought the Game Awards for 2020 were really good. Yeah. A lot of high moments for me. They did a, a an, or, an orchestra medley of some Mario yeah. tunes, which was like which was really cool. I really enjoyed Had that. Eddie Vedder. My guy, Eddie Vedder, played um, yeah. played a song off the Lightning Bolt album, which, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know how many people have paid attention to watch this before and would have even made, caught this reference and how many people will even see this exact part of this video and we'll know from here on. But that that Lightning Bolt is literally the Lightning Bolt from Pearl Jam's Lightning Bolt album. It's got the, it's a theme that they've had in several things like the song Nothing Man. Um, my tattoos tend to be... Uh, I, I call them post-it notes, things to remind me of, of ideas and things like that. So the lightning bolt's a meaningful symbol to me um, due to the way it's used in some of their songs. So seeing seeing Eddie Vedder on the Game Awards was very strange. Like we're watching it, and I'm tweeting things, and Jeff Keighley's like, Eddie Vedder coming up in a couple minutes. And I was like, excuse me, what? Yeah, Why? Like, what? <laughs> Why is he yeah. here? I mean, like, I'm, yeah. cool. I'm cool with it because, like, I'm a fan, but... That was very strange, but I mean, that was neat. Overall, I think it was, I think it was really solid. They pulled it off in the pandemic, and and I think the world needed that. And it, it was. And I, I look forward to the Game Awards every year now. I get really excited yeah. about them. Honestly, I would say that this has probably been the best one that they've done yet. 
And I really think it has to do with the fact that it was during a pandemic. I'll be honest with you, like, I don't really care about all the hubbub and all the people and all the interviews and, like, the more big streamlined. convention style thing, like, whatever. All the conferences that we've had this year have been just laser focused on games and really you know cutting through the crap and just being straight to the point which is something i really love i don't care about all the extra stuff i just want to know what games are we going to have and you know that's something we can be grateful for is that there's never a conference whether it's about you know the game awards or whatever they're always going to show you game trailers which is just it's like opening a present on christmas it's the it's the greatest feeling yeah yeah, most definitely. It's, it was a, a, a lot of fun. It's definitely a good one, a good one to watch. Mm-hmm. So, guys, I, I think that's going to bring us to the end of the show. Uh, be sure to head over to scaryflitteral.com for all of the links to our YouTube, Twitch, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, Instagram. I made a TikTok account. I don't like TikTok, really. TikTok is basically, it's Vine minus the humor plus just a bunch of girls dancing. But apparently a lot of people watch videos on there. So I'm going to cut up some little clips from our gameplay page and post little fun clips or clips from some of my videos and post them on there here and there. We'll see if we get any traction there. So if you're on TikTok, find us on TikTok. Just search scary if literal. You'll find us on there as well. I guess I need to put a link up to that on the website. We'll see how long I've managed to pay attention. If I I can manage to pay attention to TikTok longer than I did the Facebook page, we'll be in pretty good shape. Because I let go of the Facebook page after like a month and have not really looked back. So what are you going to do? I don't really like Facebook either. I can't, I can't be bothered to do it. <laughs> I'm on Twitter. That's where I'm at for the most part. So with that being said, uh, thank you for joining me today, Jesse. My name is Shane. This was Podcast Revived. And until next time, stay nerdy, my friends.